Hi, Malcolm here with a bonus podcast video of a, a, a section from the Sermon on the Mount, which we are not able to cover in our teaching series. There's so much material that we can't fit it in, even though we're doing every Friday, every Sunday for January and February 2020. It still won't all fit in. In fact, I feel like last Friday's class that I taught, I had too much material in that. So apologies for that, but it's just to try and fit it all in because it's such amazing material. Now, this last Sunday, it was the turn of the Lord's Prayer to be taught. And for example, in Wokingham, I know Rudy did that. But there's four verses uh, before that that were not covered. So I wanted to do a bonus podcast today on Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 4, and see what you think about these interesting verses. So let's just read the passage first, and then I've got a few comments. Jesus said this, Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So, when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honoured by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. All right, a few thoughts on this and leave a comment. Tell me what you think about it. Now, this comes just after the end of chapter five, where Jesus finishes it by saying, be perfect, which is quite a calling. And you'll have to listen to the class I taught last Friday for my thoughts on what he means by be perfect. But it's more about being complete and mature, I would say. Um, But he, he says be perfect. And then the next thing he says at the beginning of chapter six here is be careful. So be perfect, yes, but he recognizes that we're human and there are some things we're going to need to be careful about because we're going to make mistakes and we're going to be in error from time to time. And so he says, look, this is something you need to be careful about. Be careful as well as strive for that full maturity. Now, he emphasizes prayer and fasting here and many other things, actually, in the chapter we'll look at in the classes. But um, I'll quote you here from R.T. Francis' commentary on this passage. Almsgiving, prayer and fasting, so giving to the poor, prayer and fasting, are selected as examples of religious observance. These three were, and still are, the most prominent practical requirements for personal piety in mainstream Judaism. In other words, they they are part of what it would mean to be a holy person or a a God-fearing person, let's put it that way. You'd be expected to help the poor to pray and to fast. These three, though, wouldn't be exhaustive as a way of demonstrating one's loyalty to God or one's spirituality. There are many other things that would go into that, but these three are selected for the moment. Jesus picks these three because they are well known in the, at the time to be a way of expressing your, your love of God. Now he says, don't do it to be seen, right there at the beginning of verse 1. In other words, this is a passage, this, uh, this next section of scripture is all about internal motivation and purity of motives. Reward isn't a problem. It's not that gaining a reward is a problem and indeed the Beatitudes are all about the rewards that come when we lead the Beatitude, Beatitudinal life. There are rewards and it's not wrong for us to anticipate those rewards and look forward to them. That's okay. It's not the reward that's the issue, nor is doing the right thing here of fasting and praying and helping the needy, but it's more the reason for doing them. 
We're meant to be noticed as disciples, aren't we? In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus does say, You are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. You don't light a lamp and put it under a bowl, you, you stick it on top of a stand. And so we are meant to be noticed by the world. That's actually okay. So when he says don't do it to be seen, he's not saying you should be invisible. It's not about that. It's about the reasons we're doing it. We are, we're not looking for a, to, for a reputation in the eyes of other human beings. The glory is to go to God, to point to God, not to ourselves. It's not so much that we're not, let me get this right, it's not so much not to be seen to be done as not to be done to be seen. So the things that we do for God is not that we don't, we, not that we are trying to hide them exactly, but it's that we're not doing them so they will be noticed and then the glory and attention will focus on, on us. He says your righteousness, what does he say here in this passage about righteousness? Uh, don't practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Of course, back in Matthew 5, he said your righteousness should exceed that of the Pharisees. So we're meant to be righteous. But this is, again, um, about what's going on in our hearts rather than what we're doing that people can see on the surface. You will get a reward. Everyone gets a reward. It's just that some are ultimately meaningful. In other words, the rewards that come from God and others are not so meaningful because they only come from human other human beings. Reward is a strong um, theme in chapter 6. You might like to look at this theme in Matthew 6, verses 2, 4, 5, 6, 16, and 18. I'll put all these references in the show notes. Have a look at that and see what you make of the issue of being rewarded. In verse 2, he says, when you uh, give to the needy, don't announce it with trumpets. Uh, giving to the needy is an expectation of the old covenant. Deuteronomy 15, Psalm 112, Psalm 41, and Proverbs 19. This is about standardized, I would think, standardized giving to the needy. In other words, not so much about spontaneous giving as it is about just having plans to give and making plans to give and making sure you do that. But don't do it um, to an don't announce it with trumpets. It's an interesting uh, little insight I got from a commentary somewhere that sometimes when there was a, a really important, urgent need, trumpets would be sounded at the temple. So if you lived in Jerusalem, you'd hear those trumpets going off and then you were called to respond and to respond was fine. I think what Jesus is getting at here, it's a bit like you see a need or a need is announced and you could just quietly get on with helping somebody or when the trumpet is sounded, so to speak, you could be the kind of person, let's say you're a stall holder in Jerusalem, in one of those streets, those little narrow streets. You hear the trumpet and you think, ah, here's my opportunity to show how righteous and pious I am. And so you make uh, loud and showy motions and shutting up your shop and putting your merchandise away. It says, oh, oh, look, oh, did you hear the trumpet calling for, uh, for help? We must go and give. I heard the trumpet. Did you? Well, I'm going to pack up my shop. I'm going to gather all my things. And, oh, I'm going to go to the temple and give. Who will come with me? I think it's more that kind of showiness than it is about just maybe quietly shutting up your shop and quietly walking down to the temple and quietly giving what you can to meet a need. So it's about the, uh, the, 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 the heart here. And that's why he talks about hypocrisy. That's what they do in the synagogues and in the streets, to be honoured by others. 
these people are hypocrites. They have received, what does he say? They have received their award in full. They have received it. That word there, it's a commercial term for a receipt in full. And it implies, therefore, that there's no more to look forward to. Getting your reward, literally wages, and it's been earned. That's what, basically what he's saying is don't do your giving as a PR stunt. Do it because you care and because you want to honour God. He says, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. I've heard it said, someone said to me a while ago, that what this, is, what this means is nobody should ever know whenever I help anybody who's poor. I shouldn't, if I give money, no one should know. And it's been used as a, as a reason for not tracking, say, financial giving and that kind of thing. I think that misunderstands the point. Uh, I don't think it's about who knows. It's about whether we are doing it so that someone knows. And that's why he uses the left hand, right hand metaphor of the left hand not knowing what the right hand is doing. It's a metaphor. It can't be literal. You can't literally do that unless you've got a very strange brain and mind that's not really human anymore. It's, it's not literal. It's just saying, just be sure that you're being sincere and that you're doing it for God and not for other people to notice. More about that. Do it in secret in that sense. It's not that no one will know, but that it's not being done to be known. Uh, the point is the intended audience, which is our Heavenly Father, rather than when some, whether something is noticed. An expression of mercy, helping people in need. An expression of mercy, the Beatitude back in Matthew chapter 5. And there will be a reward. The contrast here is about the origin of the reward, whether it is heavenly or earthly. The origin affects the quality of the reward. Your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And so when we give secretly, so to speak, we're doing it not to earn a reward, but to actively avoid what Carson calls the glamour of honour from men to please we do it to please our Heavenly Father and to meet a real need. Uh, what kind of quality of reward would you rather have? One that's earthly in origin or one that's heavenly in origin? That's what he's asking us to question in our own hearts and minds about as, we, as to why we do what we do and to seek the right reward. A reward that lasts forever and a reward that is of the quality of the heavenlies rather than the quality of the earthly. Well, that's what we have to talk about today from Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. Don't practice your righteousness to be seen. When you give to the needy, don't announce it. No trumpets. When you give to the needy, don't even let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Basically, do it in secret. In other words, again, do it not to be seen, but just because God, because you love God. I wonder what you think about this. Different, there are some different ways to interpret some of these commands, and I'd be interested to know if you've come across other interpretations or other ways of um, uh, applying these. be interesting to hear from you, so please do let me know. I'm going to record another bonus episode on the passage that comes after the section on the Lord's Prayer. Um, Rudy preached up to verse 15, and then on Friday, this coming Friday, we're going to be starting at verse 20, I think it's 25. 25, I think. Where are my notes? Yes, 25. And so I'm going to do another bonus episode for verses 16 to 24, which are not covered by any of the classes. That'll come out later this week. But this is going out today on Monday, the 10th of February. I hope you find it useful. 
any comments, leave them. And uh, please come along Friday. If you can't make it, then do access the recordings and tell us what you think about this amazing teaching of the Summer of Love. Till the next time. Take care. God bless.